0: what's up friends and family welcome back to your favorite jersey shore podcast we're just talking I was waiting for the you know my bad I was waiting for the audience to say we're just talking and yeah. I forgot that you guys can't hear us right now well no I'm sorry you can hear us right now yeah. but I can't hear you right now I can't so hear
1: you and I can't see you I'm
0: sorry so one last time and it's your favorite Jersey Shore podcast
1: we're just talking <laughs> game show
0: game show speaking of game shows I've been and I think you have as well have been more interested in watching Jeopardy lately like an old couple <laughs> I will say that
1: okay if you guys hear me like chewing obnoxiously it's because well first of all I apologize in advance second of all i'm eating these just to fill the void in my soul because i can't have my wine or any kind of alcohol i'm eating these peach rings they're smart sweets peach rings and if you guys follow us on instagram you probably see me post about them (laughs) and big fan they're like kind of a a substitute for like your regular (laughs) sweet snack, actually (laughs) He's <laughs> making me laugh. Sweet snack. Yeah, they're a substitute for your regular peach rings, but there are only three grams of sugar in the whole little bag. So if you hear me like chomping, it's because I'm eating a gummy. But yeah, we have been watching. Although been watching, I don't know if that's the the term. We watched one.
0: We've watched like two.
1: Oh, two. Yeah, yeah. and
0: Coy knows all the answers <laughs> to like random shit, and it pisses me off. It's <laughs> just like, oh, who was the the chief of the. Uh, miami illinois district oh uh, sitting bowl and it's like what what is sitting bowl I'm like no, uh, what
1: it's always when i guess that i get it right
0: yeah like you pull you pull it get yeah i don't know pull a guess out of your ass and it's like yeah. yeah no that's right and also like what is
1: i got final jeopardy right too because i guessed
0: <laughs> what is the, i just picked, casablanca like what? yeah
1: i just picked like i i pick like the things that like if i were i i kind of think of it because i don't know like I, I never know but i try and pick the things that i think a jeopardy host like a jeopardy would ask like what I think the answer would be to a question that they would ask, if that makes sense.
0: Well it's when you guess is when all of a sudden it's right. You just no. like, literally pull it out of your ass and you're <laughs> just like, true. Yeah, it's this and it's like and they're like, Yeah, what yeah, is this? And it's but like, one does it's like, you
1: know, the like, you know, it's like, before and 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 answered before it's can answer it so it's like, it's like, they're like, they oh, Carly it's like, oh
0: know, thinks it's this you know, the TV, right? know, what i you know, is. like, you you I'm just saying it's funny how like I, I, can, so I, can, I can watch Jeopardy all all night and I won't know a single f- I won't know a single answer to any question. You, however, that's what? Not won't,
1: that's you, not true. You knew answers.
0: Okay. I know a couple answers, right? But you like will pull like it'll be like a crazy question. You'll just pull it like right out of your ass. Like I'm like, how did you You're just like, you're like, I don't know. It's this. <laughs> like just guessing. Like you just blabber something out. Like, yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: I think I think about your face when that happens. It's really funny. Yes. Your reaction.
0: I'm like, you got to be careful. Me. What are you drinking? Uh, right now, I'm having a little bit of uh, Johnny Walker Blue, actually.
1: Oh, excuse me. Um, on a Tuesday.
0: A, on a Tuesday, just a little bit, just a little. I had a couple, you know, a couple small ice cubes in there. I'm not trying to get tuned up. Just trying to relax and enjoy the flavor. Right. So,
1: that sounds good.
0: Johnny Walker Blue. So, yeah, Johnny Walker Blue is like the highest. The, high the end, creme
1: de la creme the Creme what de I la understand. Creme of, I don't know that, but I'm I'm just going based on what you tell me.
0: Yes, of Johnny Walker. Now, um, normally when it comes to like, so I like you. Know, you guys know I like whiskeys, bourbons. I like some scotch. The scotch I like. Well, my favorite is Johnny Walker. So, normally I drink Johnny Walker Black. I'm sure I've mentioned that a couple times on here. I'm sure I've been drinking Johnny Walker Black many times while I've been on here. But I am have, have Johnny Walker Blue now. And, yes, it's like, oh, it's Johnny Walker Blue. to be honest is it, is it awesome? Of course. It's it's delicious. It's great. But I think I'm going to get some negative pushback okay. on this.
1: I think I can anticipate what you're going to say.
0: What I'm going to say is.
1: The, the margin above
0: like, other whiskeys is
1: not high enough to warrant.
0: Okay. I like where you're going with that, and mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. wasn't going cool. Qu- okay. Well, I kind of was going there. Okay. Let's hear your thought then. Yes. No, I agree. Like I'm tasting it, and I'm like, this is great. But to be that much of a, we'll say maybe a, a price difference mm-hmm. between Johnny Walker Black, which is like you can get it for like 35 Five dollars, right? Probably even less than that. Forty, you know, to two hundred and fifty dollars is like I'm, I'm, I'm not tasting the difference. Like Johnny Walker Blue is good, very good, obviously. Johnny Walker Black is very good as well. But uh, to be honest, like I don't see that much of a difference between Johnny Walker Blue and Johnny Walker Black. Now, if you guys like whiskey, bourbon, Scotch, some of you with who have tasted Johnny Walker Blue may disagree, and I want to know like what do what do you taste that's different? Like I taste it tastes like Johnny Walker, but I think it's. you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be smoother. It's supposed to be smoother, but again, I'm just not. Mm. I just don't. If you put yeah, so, a glass of black and blue in front of me, like I, but like, yeah, they're very similar. Uh-oh. You know, you
1: don't think you'd be able to tell them apart? Wow. No,
0: no, no, no. I think I would be able to tell them apart. Okay. But I, in regards to which one I'd prefer, to be honest, like I, om- I almost prefer the black over the blue, and mm-hmm. that's crazy. The blue is like the high end, like supposed to be like you know the smoothest one, and it is very good. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm not like going cuckoo, cuckoo, over it. I, I, I can go back to the black and be fine. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I have a couple well, times. Well, I
1: mean, I think most people can stomach.
0: <laughs> <me>. Like, <laughs> it's not every day where I'm yeah, gonna...
1: people don't ordinarily drink Johnny Walker Blue,
0: like right, right. Is, or ordinary
1: yeah. people don't ordinarily drink Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker Blue, Blue on like right. a daily basis, right? And, and I, you don't either.
0: No, I just, I just. We'll, we'll get, in, we'll get into this.
1: Yeah, like, as we go on. I mean, as we
0: go on. You, but um,
1: I, once you get your next sampling of Flaviar, you'll probably be able to give even more.
0: Yeah, so I, what, so I have one more. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll have some of that, too. I have one more of the sample <laughs> left. So getting
1: ahead of ourselves.
0: Well, yeah, the Flaviar. I didn't get the Giant Worker Blue from Flaviar. I got the Jefferson's Bourbon from, from Flaviar, which is very good. And I got a, a sample pack of um, Japanese whiskeys, which, again, I think I, I also mentioned this before. If you guys like whiskey, get into the Japanese whiskey game. Is there a name for that? Yeah, there's many different names for it.
1: No, I mean, like. You know, like sake
0: is like yeah, it's just like Japanese whiskey, which
1: is called Japanese like right whiskey. now
0: from here. I'm looking at I have the Yamazaki sitting there, uh-huh. and then I had a couple, um, a couple other like samples of other types of uh, Japanese whiskey. Very good, very good.
1: I need to make it to the bottom of these gummies so that I stop chewing into the microphone. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, what have we uh, been watching, doing? I'm trying to think. Well, First of all the the feedback that we got from our last episode has been so great we love everybody you guys. is so nice and reaching out with their well wishes and congratulations and it's really nice to finally i feel like the build-up was so much for me i had to keep it a secret for so long that like it's nice to like finally have you know our audience know and like pretty much the general public know about baby s so the response was really, really great. So we appreciate y'all for that.
0: And just to be clear, like uh, her name is not Baby S. Yeah. We are just we just can't say we the can't, name. We're
1: not going to say the name. You guys will know the name eventually. You'll
0: know the name eventually. Um,
1: but you're not going to know it until she's here. Didn't want anyone to and think, that's Whoa. true of everybody in our family. Nobody knows. Yeah, it's just no one us. Knows. We are the only it's ones. It's just us. I actually got a sign for her nursery. I ordered it online and it came today and it's huge. And <laughs> my parents know that I ordered it. So I'm just like, where can I hide this in my house where they won't? They better not snoop and find it uh no. not that we would ever know but what
0: are they gonna do the, well, now, no, now they you're wouldn't. gonna give your mom ideas no i listen know to this podcast like, i'm gonna go over there when they're not there no i'm gonna find the I'm, sign no, she's and- not
1: gonna find it because then i'll just hide it and she'll <laughs> she'll never find it Kitty. um so we got the sign and it has her name on it and i sent that i opened the package and i took a picture of it to send to julian i deleted the picture from my library and then i was like i sent it to julian and i was like delete this as soon as you see it and he's like you're neurotic like i'm not deleting it and i'm like just watch Somebody will see. Look over your shoulder and see it.
0: No, it, it, I didn't save it. It's just in our text message. I
1: know, but in the stratosphere. Okay. So we finally, actually, right after we recorded the episode announcing about baby S, we went out and got pretty much did everything we needed to do that we were putting off for her nursery. We went off. We went out and got all her furniture and everything. So it's all gonna come soon. Uh, I think I'm kind of late on that. I know a lot of people with similar due dates have like all their shit ready to go, but I also just refuse to be. Pressured into doing it when I'm not ready yet. It's
0: fine. We're we're good now. We we cleaned out the entire (laughs) yeah room. That
1: was a whole thing.
0: Put the wallpaper up. Yeah. Um. So now we're just waiting on her furniture to arrive. We can put that together, which will be a freaking treat. Yeah. And then hopefully um, it won't be that
1: bad. I mean, mm -hmm.
0: it's going to be terrible. But I already know. None of these. None of these. Nothing is simple when it comes to like this. Yeah. it's always a whole like puzzle we
1: spent like hours putting in a light fixture
0: <laughs> not hours but it was, it was a pain well, in the hours ass.
1: combined I tried to do it couldn't do it and then I had you do it but then once we broke out the drill we were better off yeah the drill also, is... also like I don't know who we think we are just installing a light fixture I should have had an electrician do it but... no we did it just fine yeah I guess we did I, it, it I guess it, since it turned out fine it, it really was fine. isn't
0: that difficult like it, it really isn't that difficult to, no like, no to but like...
1: just the wires make me nervous I don't know
0: yeah I mean we what we, well, we should we sh- should Have probably done is, is turn off all the power to the house, all the power, which yeah. we didn't do,
1: which we did not do. Yeah.
0: Um, and even when I installed the nest, I didn't do that either.
1: Yeah, I just like to live dangerously. <laughs> so, actually, um, I just like to make you live, da- live you, dangerously because you. you're the one that was doing
0: it. Just really hope I don't get electrocuted so you know, or shocked. If I get shocked, that's fine, but I don't want to get like electrocuted. Don't think that Look beyond repair, yeah. But like, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're dealing with these small, we're not doing a big thing, we're just dealing with these small wires. Yeah, it would stuff.
1: just be one of those zaps. Like, have you ever plugged something in and gotten like the vibrating
0: kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're like, like oh. Oh shit! that was gonna get me <laughs> that was gonna bite me yeah yeah
1: it's like uncomfortable you're like oh what was that yeah so i'm chewing on another peach ring so you let me are just chewing.
0: sure um, do you want to uh would you like to get into our, our kind of main
1: topic yeah okay. so we have like a couple topics that we have on our agenda for the rest of the season but in the interest of making sure that we're not making the rest of the season all about baby stuff and becoming parents and this and that although that stuff is interesting and we definitely want to share like our journey we also want to keep true to our identity and I think that's true of like our goals as parents like I think we want to maintain who we are mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I feel like all too often you see the pressure of like, you know, oh, well, you're becoming a mom or you're becoming a dad. And like your life is about to change and nothing's ever going to be the same. And you can't, you know, this is going to be the most important thing you ever do. And and it's not. It's funny. I was talking to Leslie Ann of Fat Loss Lifestyle School, who was on our podcast last season. I was messaging her because she's actually like about to give birth. And she posted kind of like a little rant on her Instagram stories. And she was like, you know, I refuse to like give into this whole like hashtag mom life BS and like nesting and like all this other stuff and like while all of that is all fine and well i still plan to maintain who i am in terms of i'm a career person i'm a wife i'm a friend i'm a sister i'm a daughter i'm all these things yes i will be a mom too but i think it's really important to maintain identity what do you think about that
0: no i i completely agree um, we can definitely
1: do like a whole episode on this but
0: i no, i completely agree i think um I think it's – I'm trying I'm to – how do I explain this? It's like this, I right? I think how
1: do you explain it without being offensive? Because I feel like people – it's just like such a sensitive thing and like people get so judgy.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing that comes – and you can judge me. The biggest thing that comes to my mind <laughs> – You can
1: judge me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. The biggest <laughs> thing that
0: comes to my mind in regards to this and, you know, it's, it's kind of like people become parents and then they start – right. Like I don't want to say let themselves go because yeah. – I understand your priorities change, and you're all about your kid, your kid, your kid. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're
1: raising another human to, like, navigate the world. I totally get that I, that's a huge responsibility.
0: Absolutely. How, however, right, and I'll, I'll be straight honest with everybody right now, I'm getting back on, like, my, my, my diet, like, now, my nutrition, and getting <laughs> trying to get back into like. So I, I fell off for a little while due to what I was going through at work and then just a few other things going on within my personal life. So now I'm trying to get back into it. I want to snap back into it because, one, I want to, you know, you and I are big into fitness, right? We like nutrition. Yeah. With like fitness, mm-hmm. or like working out, you know, and I want to be strong and fit and healthy for for you and for our baby, right? You know, so like I'm I'm motivated now to, to snap back into a stop the right. bullshit, get right back on, you know, and it not not only because summer's coming up, because I also want to be like I want to be a fit, healthy, in shape dad. Like I think too many people kind of let that let, let that part go. I get it, like I get there's a lot going on, and you're, you're you're putting other priorities over your own, um, you know what I mean. Other not priorities, but what's the word? Other for? people before yourself. Yeah yeah which is which is people's needs right which is fine and guess what carl and i we're gonna do the same thing like that baby like she's gonna come obviously number one priority the most yeah however
1: everything we've done mm -hmm. like up to this point has led us here so you're trying to make a life for your family right like the whole reason that we put everything we've got into our careers Mm -hmm. you know yes we enjoy it yes we take pride in it but like it's also like to make a good life for what our Family is going to be
0: right, and I think like you know we we get too involved in losing our identity, who who we are. The older we get, the more responsibilities we take on, and I think that if you can maintain who you are as a person, can, continue to do like what you enjoy, um, whether that's you know um you know exercise. I, I trust me, we see tons of people who go to the gym, um and you know they they bring their kids, and they and they, they you know maybe mm. someone watches them, and they just make it a priority to do that because not only are they staying healthy and in shape, but like they actually enjoy it. It's part of who they are.
1: Yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup
0: right and then even like you know like if you enjoy going out with your friends you know a lot, a lot of parents now like you know if you're in your late 20s early yeah. 30s even mid 30s like, even later it doesn't matter your age all suddenly they they completely you know avoid their friends and they're like oh well you know i'm a, I'm a parent I'm now a par- yeah like and, and that's fine and all but at the same time like i know me like I, I i want like when this you know when you give birth and we have her like i want you to go out i want you to take a weekend you know yeah. and, and go somewhere and, and and have a couple glasses of wine enjoy yourself enjoy your time with your friends like i I want you to do that, yeah. Right, and I know you're, you feel the same towards me, and it's just kind of like who we are, how we are, and we want to, you know, stay. Where people like to say, "I'm I'm 32," Carly's 31, right? And people like to say, "Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm old now, I'm a parent but you're not though. Like, no. like 31, 32 is a still so left. young, yeah. Right, like, and I think too many people get get mixed up and, oh, I'm old now, and this, like, no, you're not. Like, you're actually still, like, you're still in your prime, you know, because you ask someone like who they're in their 50s, right? You know, who say someone's 55 and you're like oh when I was 31 32 on my prime yeah like so you know I just think that we all just need to con- to not forget who we are as people yeah you know and I and, just and, think it's a
1: delicate dance that we're and so like it kind of speaks to what our our topic for this podcast is it, it's a delicate dance because of course you need to prioritize certain things and of course you need to have healthy boundaries in in every aspect of your life so we kind of wanted to do a more deep dive on work-life balance and like kind of the hustle mentality that has become so American. And you're going to hear a a lot of times us saying like, well, you know, at the end of the day, like family first, like, yes, that's true. And I think it's a delicate dance between that logic of family first and like i'm not going to let this job suck my soul but i'm also not going to let being a mom suck my soul so it's like not letting one p- aspect of your personality or your life just completely drain you and make you void for the other aspects mm-hmm. and i think i and certainly i don't have all the answers i'm still not a mom yet she's still in my belly so i don't you know i'm not up all night with a newborn yet and i'm not you know picking her up from daycare right. or doing all this other stuff yet you know and it's going to be there's going to be a learning curve and i'm not pretending to have all the answers, but I just know like what my goals are and what Julian's goals are and what our goals are as a family. Like it's it's a very balanced thing. So today we kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about that hustle mentality and how kind of toxic it is and Julian can sort of go into more detail on what he was struggling with with his old job mm-hmm. now that it's over, <laughs> now yeah. that he's not there anymore. Yeah. It's easier to kind of vent. You know, we're still not going to give away, you know, the name of his employer um although a lot of our listeners previous
0: and current you know yeah yeah i can tell you
1: what what yeah a lot of uh a lot of our friends and family listen to this podcast so a lot of you know um what we're referring to but just for purposes of being fair we're just gonna you know talk about it uh in in anonymous terms uh so julian started his new job this week Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah yeah, and it's been a really positive experience so far i mean obviously we're only two days in Mm -hmm. so it's hard to right right it's just already like the small like things that this new company is allowing for him that he was never like the basic human <laughs> i don't want to say human rights because that's not what it is like basic like, like, like human the, humanity decency, yeah, the humanity of it is, yeah humanity of it is 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 much better at, at this new job so i don't know you'd probably be able, I, you definitely would be the best to explain like just the turmoil that you were going through towards the end of the end of your road at your last career.
0: I mean, yeah, it, it's also difficult for me to talk about it because my whole life like I've been I'm a very hard worker, I'm very hard working now, very dedicated to what I do and I and normally I I enjoy what I do. Um, And I did. My last company I was with for just about three years, I had a couple different positions, got a promotion, learned a a ton, which has kind of led me to get my my current job. Um, So I'm very grateful for that. I'm very happy about the opportunities that were given to me Uh, and very appreciative of it all. Uh, And I do. I'm a very hard worker. I bust my ass. You know, I may be even a workaholic at times, but I also know that my family comes first and actually comes first. And what I noticed is that my previous job was really taking a lot away from my family my 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 attention as well i would be uh, at times especially in my last role when i was working overnight you know i would be working you know on site 15 16 hours um you know with maybe a couple of days off. I'm talking about one or two. Um, And, you know, doing that week after week after week, working overnight for that amount of time, that amount of that amount of time in general can really get to and suck the life out of you. I mean, really kind of mentally impact your your life. And uh, that's kind of like what I was getting to in regards to my comfort level was that I was definitely struggling mentally because I saw the impact that it had on my family, my wife who is pregnant. You know, I, I wasn't there for, I was gone. You know, we weren't really together because I was working overnights and I, I just think that um, again, very grateful for the opportunities, everything that I've learned, and I and I took that and I apply it now to my current position in my current company, which is great. But the mental um, impact, and some of you know about it, some of you don't, that I went through due to this was um, how do you how would you explain it? I
1: mean, from I was an outside, in a real dark place. Yeah, from an outside, I can only I can only describe it from an outside perspective. But you know, I can just say that. Well, let me, let me start with you first. So anybody that was around us during that time and anybody that had, you know, the, pl- the pleasure of being around Julian, like the few times that he was even available to be around, everybody was like so concerned for his welfare. Like he just he was falling asleep sitting up. He was like it was almost like. It was almost like being with. It was almost like being around somebody with like an addiction. Like it was almost like watching somebody just spiral. And it was so. It's and 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 to, to think that that's how you were feeling or looking or or that's how people perceived you without without that being the without addiction being the case or illness or anything. I mean, certainly there was probably mental illness behind it, but it, it was unnerving. You know, the fact that like a job could make you like that. Like it just like I mean, I know all of our family and friends. They were just like Julian was just not himself just a different person and you know he wasn't present like and it not in a negative way nobody was complaining everybody was just trying to be supportive but like everybody was like really concerned like you were just like i mean you were physically there but mentally not there or you were exhausted to the point where like you were falling like literally falling asleep sitting up falling asleep at dinner tables falling asleep in social circles okay so then there was that and then there was also like the anticipation so oh, yeah. even if you had a day off where you felt re- somewhat recharged because you had the previous day quote unquote off even though yeah. because it was night shifts like they blo- the days bled into each other you were You know anticipating the next time you had to go to work and so it would take you out for another half a day because you're just like i am so depressed about having to go back it's like that i can't even i can't even enjoy myself like you're asking me like do you want to go to lunch with our friends and i can't even be like yeah and be excited about it because all like my anxiety and my panic will be just be like building thinking about going to work and like that's where like the mental health discussion comes in and how it's so so important like it's just it's crazy. Thank you. The cat
0: well, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and I admitted many times, and I even um, sought help too to, to talk to somebody about it, that I was struggling mentally with it. Cause say for example, right, I'd have like a day off, <clears throat> one day to like get some sleep and recharge. Going into to work, like starting the week off again, I was like literally that day. So if I had to go into work, say Saturday night, that day, Saturday, I would be riddled with anxiety leading up to the fact that I had to go in at like, you know, whatever time that night. And knowing like there was things going on throughout the day that like and if i didn't somehow get some extra sleep that i was going to be a zombie going into work right so um you know that added to my anxiety uh my heart would be pounding i would be knocked out so in, in reality i was only me for like maybe a 24 hours not even not even not even and i wouldn't really even say me i would just say maybe a little bit more relaxed
1: you you were more like baseline like you came up to like baseline it was never like elation happiness like
0: right and um like that that excuse me that feeling was was just horrible and at what point like it, it, it you know you go this isn't even worth it. Like, I'm not, not only am I sacrificing like my, my family, like, and their well-being and needs, but I'm sacrificing my mental health i 'm sacrificing my physical health too and it was just a really bad situation to be in and again we all we all work hard um I know a lot of people who who continue to work overnights hey, listen if that works for you and you're good and happy doing it there are people who, who enjoy doing it yeah I mean by all means like yeah. like rock out absolutely I, I I got you right but I think it's if, very rare right like if it doesn't fit like your situation and your situation with your family and you know like and then when you are home and kind of present like you're not though you're a zombie like I at what point is it not worth it so yeah i could attest that you know my previous position in my previous company took the life out of me yeah and i'm i and i apologize to anyone here listening who uh, i i want to thank you for your support but then i also apologize to anyone here that if i missed something or if i was present you know during during an event and i i literally was Present physically, but not mentally. Like I do apologize, but this is like it was like going through a freaking war zone in back. And I remember that before I left my company, I was gone for about a month, still employed by them because I had some vacation. And you guys, I ended up getting COVID, yeah. Um, So I was out for that. So like I went back to work after a month on the last day that I was actually yeah, all
1: worked out. It it all
0: worked out very well. Um, ironically, but I remember when I walked in and I saw some of the people who who I worked with. With who were still there and they looked at me and they were like, Oh my god, like you look like like I, well, I had a mask on, but they're like you like they're like you look like I your eyes like they're like recharged. You look like good, you know? And I'm just like and I'm looking at them and I I'm like that's what I looked like and felt like yeah for five months straight you yeah. know like it was just like it literally looks like you you watch somebody um, if you watch like Banner Brothers of the Pacific or something like that or a war movie right and you see the, how how they were before they went to war and then you look at them how they were mentally and physically after the war it, it was like that
1: it's a similar yeah transformation yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but even like that one day so just to like kind of sum up what you just said you gave your two weeks notice but those two weeks consisted of COVID quarantine yeah I gave my so notice so it, it was kind of karma with yeah it was kind yeah. of a karma for for the company because he had been being treated so poorly and then his notice ended up his notice period ended up being on mandatory covid quarantine so you were kind of like recharging and relaxing anyway because thankfully you didn't have that many symptoms when you had covid so
0: yeah it, um, it was kind of like hey by the way i'm resigning here's my two-week notice oh and also by the way i just tested positive for covid so, so i'm gonna be
1: out for two weeks <laughs> um <laughs> and then (laughs) but then you did go in like the fine it it, it was off by like one day so you went in the final day but even leading up to the final day and like i don't know if you notice that you do this but like when you're anxious or nervous about something you keep talking about it to me like you'll keep asking me like what sorry no 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 i'm not i'm not (laughs) i'm not criticizing i'm just saying i can i know that about you so i know that your your tendency is to is to I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, uh, like, for example, like you were making your plan to go back to, for that final day. And you kept saying to me like, okay, so I'm going to go and, uh, you know, I'm going to go first thing in the morning and I'm going to turn in my laptop and then, you know, I'm going to talk to HR and do my exit interview. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to leave. And I'm like, okay. And then like, A few days would go by and you'd be like, so yeah, like, you know, my last day's coming up. And like, I'm gonna, like, you kept telling me because, and I, and I know that that's you being nervous because like you get such anxiety from being there that like the thought of even going back for a couple hours was making you like rattled.
0: So I'll explain to you guys as well. You're probably thinking like, well, was it just the long hours? All this sounds very
1: dramatic, but I swear like give... Okay, so give the audience like a taste of what your hours were and how many days a week you worked and everything like that.
0: Well, all right. So I'll I'll do that. And again, like... I always, this is my personality. I always say I'm over here, you know, complaining, but someone always has it worse than I do, right? One, at least I had a, a good job.
1: But that doesn't negate your struggle. Experience.
0: I understand that, right? And and that's what like you,
1: that's I, what you finally learned. Telling me because and I and I know that that's you being nervous because you, like you get such anxiety from being there that like the thought of even going back for a couple hours was making you like rattled. And,
0: right so like it's not even so you guys may say okay well all that for like I get overnight sucks and long hours suck but really like all that all that anxiety and all that depression I will say this it's also because it wasn't like when I was the amount of pressure that yeah. that was put on me how I was treated by my superiors how I was threatened was a very toxic environment and it created it was a lot of pressure and again not like pressure like all right well, you know we're gonna get through it no it was like being being talked spoken down to being threatened being overstepped you know just on a everyday basis you know my old company likes they are you know they're they're so dominant now that they what they've done is in their operation that they've completely have killed the human element to the business there right. is no human element allowed there's it, there, there's there's you cannot be a human and run it. you need to be a you need to be a robot right um you need to be a machine and the thing is is we're not robots we're human beings we're not machines and you know you need to
1: put the the business before your even yourself
0: you need to put the business before yourself and your family right that's what the expectation is yeah right and that's just kind of like the culture that's ingrained in this company and you know what like they're a dominant powerhouse so i can't say anything however what i can say is company definitely has become a dominant powerhouse due to the The physical the human cost i'm talking about the human cost is more than you guys could even imagine with this company yeah that
1: it's 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 being made a giant off of people's backs right off of the little guy like the individual's backs,
0: right and i'll I'll say this i think that if the environment i was working in hadn't been so toxic and Mm -hmm. so you know yes demand push you know like we have to you know do a lot of things while we're on you know while we're working while we're there absolutely i i get it right but there comes a point where maybe it's too much for the human element to handle, and if it's not just one person, if it's everyone that's that's struggling here, or struggling there. Um, if you're getting people now who are looking for excuses not to come in, like maybe there's a problem with the culture, maybe the operation. You have to factor the human element in, both mentally and physically. And when you completely stop that, you're gonna get people who become uh, zombies. You're gonna get people who are their attitudes change. Like I, I'm very, I, I try to be an optimistic person, especially a leader, and um, I always try to have a good attitude. And when you yeah would have seen me I did not have the best attitude I was not optimistic um Mm -hmm. I was very like I was not who I am as a person and that also took an impact on me knowing that like it was funny you know during that last month before I even submitted my notice um and I started you know I had a couple bachelor parties and I was kind of had some time off like I started to kind of feel like myself and it was funny after I got back from the first bachelor party I came home and I'm with Carly and I'm like you know like I kind of missed myself yeah you know, that may sound like weird, but like I missed, I missed me, you know, like, and, and, and I think that like definitely helped kind of with some of the anxiety and depression, but like I need to be at my, I need to be happy myself. I need to be at my game so I can give you and I can give our family like 150% yeah. because if you're not yourself, if you're miserable, if you're not happy, you're going to half ass what you're going to give to your, to your family and your priorities because you're not happy with your own self. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that the pressure that was put on us, I mean, again, a lot of it, yeah. You know, i'm ex-military you know like so like i i get it but i will say this right like it was too it was too much for going on to handle and then like the second you miss something the second one thing didn't go perfectly which it never does because you're it's structured the way it's set up you're set up basically to fail Mm -hmm. so it never does go go you're you're threatened you're spoken down to you're overstepped you're Again, threatened and that's the I keep saying this word threatened because I was mm-hmm. threatened many times.
1: Yeah, on like a daily basis. Like
0: verbally, indirectly.
1: Like your job was always on the chopping block. Like that's
0: Oh, like beyond and it's even just that. So
1: like I don't understand I guess I guess what I don't understand is how you get anything from anybody by by threatening.
0: So you you don't because it's funny uh, now now that I have left um even but even my last day when people people found out I was leaving calling
1: you oh yeah I got
0: a phone call earlier from somebody who I uh, who I worked with um saying hey basically hey I'm you know I'm trying to you know move out of here you know
1: like do you have any leads type of thing yeah like like uh, you you were like a huge example to those people so I feel like
0: well the the funny thing was I was told from let's say my superiors of how poor of a job I was doing you know in regards to not I wouldn't say poor of a job but basically how I was failing them and I wasn't meeting standard right but it's pretty funny when i spoke to you know maybe the, the people who were under me they all seemed to be interested in, in what i was doing next and they all yeah. you know when i came back i remember um no names but you know one, one of the one of the managers who i worked with you know she's oh you're back you know and i'm just like
1: just for today uh, just for today
0: because <laughs> you know i resigned i'm going to the company and it's just like i'm gonna call you this at the other so it made me happy to know because my biggest thing before i turned evil uh, in this company my biggest thing was i just want to make sure that my people are the
1: people below you.
0: Are yes, yeah. are taking care of that I'm doing everything I can to support them. Yeah. That I'm making sure that I'm setting them up for success. And the thing was was that was my mentality, but I was never set up for success
1: by your superiors.
0: I was never fully supported right and therefore like we were all like we were all in it together yeah. right that was a freaking fight the whole time all right and it was just good to see that I saw when I came back refreshed I saw the toll it had taken on them the, the, that month and I was looking at them I was looking in their eyes and I was just like I feel you like and, yeah and I even you know gave some advice I'll give some advice to you guys here if you're at a point in a, in a job where it's now n- negatively not only negatively affecting you that your own professional Growth and development, like your own career, but it's also affecting your personal life and just your way of life in general. I'm telling you right now, look elsewhere and get get out of there. Yeah, you got to get out because you're not going to be happy. And I'm telling you right now, like it's going to negatively impact your growth and development.
1: Yeah, I mean, and
0: that was some of the um some of the communication that I gave to them. I said, listen, if you're not happy, it, it, if this isn't working out, like you have to look elsewhere and you have to find something else, or else this is going to be your downfall. Do not let this place be your downfall. Yeah, you know? I mean.
1: I think that, well, I mean, I'm glad that we were able to go kind of in depth on this because I feel like we've hinted at it in past episodes. We've been like, oh, you know, I know that one of the cornerstones of our belief system is, you know, work life balance and mental health. And Julian seems to be, you know, putting both of those on the back burner. Like we've made like small comments about it, but like I'm glad that we've been able to kind of do a deep dive on it. But I think that the problem and the reason why a lot of American workers think that, you know, this is just the way it is, is because our, you know, work system in this country. Is is based on the hustle. Like the Mm -hmm. more you hustle, the more envied you are. You know, it's almost like a bragging right to be like, "Oh, I worked eighty hours this week." And it's like we have to break ourselves of that. I mean, that is just because if you work, it's not realistic.
0: It it's it's not. No, it's you're
1: only awake what fourteen to sixteen hours a day at the most.
0: I mean, unless you're working 14, 16 hours in a day, then you're definitely awake longer than that. Right, right, right. So (laughs) I'm saying like,
1: you know, if you get a solid night's sleep, you're awake 14, 16 hours a day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So in those hours, and like my dad actually said this, my dad, who who is a boomer, he said this. Um, He was like, okay, so you have 14 hours in a day. If you're working 12 hours... (laughs) <laughs> the only time that you have to do anything for yourself or for your family or for other goals that you might have, it's two hours. Like
0: yeah, and that and that like doesn't include like that's
1: insane travel time. Yeah, travel like or two time. to four hours. Okay, so let's just give yeah. you the benefit of the doubt and say it's four. Let's say your commute is conservative. Let's say it's fifteen thirty minutes. Okay, that's another hour down the drain. Okay, yeah. so that's three hours. Yeah, you know you take time getting ready, time winding down, like. time eating dinner and then then all the time is gone so it's like you don't have time for you know a drink with your with your spouse conversation with a friend visiting with a friend dinner with, uh, you know, your extended family Mm -hmm. or or anything that makes a freaking video games or watching a movie. I mean, literally anything that makes you, you know, feel balanced, like there's no time for it. So I just think that a
0: workout, you know, yeah,
1: workout, a perfect example, a workout, meditation, whatever it is, you know, it, it just doesn't, it's just not sustainable. So and I think now we've learned that lesson firsthand. Yeah,
0: yeah. No. And I'm just
1: lucky that I didn't have a tough, I've had like the easiest pregnancy in the world or else I would have really been suffering while you were.
0: No. I, and, and that, that hurt me every time too, because knowing like I had to go in at 9 PM and I wasn't getting out till, you know, tw- you know, 11 AM the next day, knowing that, you know, you're, you're pregnant really hit me hard too. Cause you know think about this think about like doing a doing a job like that right Where you know you're gonna get your, your ass destroyed the whole time you're on shift you're not even gonna like you're not even gonna break you're gonna forget to eat and drink water the whole time you're there right yeah and also knowing that in reality like your family like they although they love you and support you like they they don't now they're going to resent you because now during this huge time where you need to be with your family you're not there you're gone you're a ghost yeah and then you come home and guess what now you're asleep and then you wake up and then it's time to go right back
1: yeah you know and like, like just to put it i just
0: per- felt I, like i couldn't do anything to help you well, you know yeah, and just
1: to put into perspective how exhausted you were like so julian's quote-unquote days off were thursday and friday Mm -hmm.
0: um well Well, i would say thursday night friday night yeah we'll say that Thursday night,
1: friday night but it was technically if you if you were to ask your employer what days off you had they would say thursday and friday thursday and friday Friday. so thursday he's coming off of a 12 to 14 most more likely 14 hour shift hour maybe
0: even 15 Uh, 14 15 15 hour shift
1: he's coming straight home at around 10 a.m 11 a.m. It was like 12 p.m. It was like around noon. Yeah, around yeah. noon, sleeping until at least eight o'clock.
0: I would say I was like getting in and, and out of like sleeping like from six, seven, six or seven. I would say.
1: Yeah, but if you're if you're sleeping meaningfully, you would sleep a little, a little later.
0: No, I really didn't. I, I never slept till like 8 p.m. I would I would be in bed maybe by 1 p.m. Okay. I'd well, you're not functioning like and six, 6, able to do
1: anything until eight o'clock. Okay, that's Um, okay, fair. That's fair. fair. So he's, you know, laying in bed or showering or whatever it is until 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock we have dinner and then I had just come home from a work day. So we eat dinner and then it's time for me to start winding down. And now keep in mind, Julian had just woken up from, quote unquote, eight hours of sleep. I mean, no, it was not consistent, a consistent eight hours. He was awake. He was, was you know, he was sleeping for, you know, small increments at a time. And it wasn't solid, you know, quality sleep. But... You know, I would go to bed around 10, 11 o'clock and he would fall asleep and sleep through the night. And
0: So the, the, on a Thursday. On Thursday. So I'd wake up again from my sleep. Yeah. Right. And then we would have dinner, maybe watch something.
1: And then we go to sleep.
0: But I would be I would be falling asleep again by nine thirty. Yes. Yeah. And I would sleep for what? Like now twelve hours. Yeah. Now <laughs> we
1: all know that when you wake up in the morning if somebody were to tell you, okay, in two hours, you need to go back to sleep for eight hours, you'd be like, what? I can't. I just slept for eight hours. Right. But he was so exhausted that he slept another eight hours yeah. into Friday. Yeah. So now Friday was the only like real day that you had that was like quote unquote normal yeah. um, because you didn't have to go in at night or anything. Um, so Friday, it was just like that quick, you know, however many hours you were awake on Friday. And then after that, it was a downhill spiral until it was time for you to go in again on Saturday at midnight.
0: Yeah. Cause Saturday morning I'd wake up and I would be okay. Saturday morning. Maybe we'd get, we'd but work then, out maybe or get breakfast. Or but we'd then just around do something. one, yeah,
1: we started to, yeah. And I'm like, you know, me being not really understanding, you know, I'm like, well, you know, it's only, it's only one o'clock. Like, you know, we can meet our friends for a few drinks or we can meet our friends for lunch or an early dinner. And he's like, Oh, like, but I have to go in tonight. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not till midnight. And like you know, I wasn't understanding there was a breakdown and it's just like, it's just such a toxic environment for anything, for a relationship, for a family, for anything. So that's kind of what we were dealing with. And I just feel like there's too many people out there that are like, yeah, I work 12 to 14 hours a day and like they wear that as a badge of honor.
0: I will say this, right? If you work 12 to 14 hours a day, and it fits you and your lifestyle, and if you have a family, and maybe you're generally happy and enjoy it, I would say that's something different.
1: I maybe, but don't make it, like my my issue is that the, it becomes the standard. And it right. becomes something that people are striving for, and I don't think that that's right.
0: So, so I think some people, so if, if if your job, like. It's
1: true in my career too. I mean, lawyers oh, are known for, for working absurd hours, working all weekend this and that I mean I've drawn very clear boundaries with my employers and thankfully I work with a great team that doesn't you know that very much values work-life balance but
0: um well I also think if you define your life as what your job is which many people do yeah then like working 14 15 16 hours a day like I don't know I've seen the same people you've seen and sometimes I wonder I'm like are you happy are you miserable like are do you like, do you enjoy this? This because, is the only thing you're
1: deriving value from.
0: Right. Because if you enjoy it, like, and this is just who you are. Right. Okay. Like, I, I you know, like, I get it. Because again, I, there's been many times where I, I've, you know, been whatever my job is, was like, on fire doing my job and not really thinking about the time and tired and, but generally not like not unhappy. Right. Right. But I think that does catch up with you. And I think it also depends on how you're being treated in the work environment. And if you're being treated like dog shit, you're yeah. going to be fucking miserable. But if we're you know? talking
1: about like I, I know for like my career, like a lot of lawyers like wear it as a badge of honor that they go in at 6 a.m. and they don't come home until nine at night. And it's like, and at that point, why? What, what time yeah. do they have? Though? It's like, why is that something that you're bragging about or that is, you know, applauded? You know, like I, I think the other thing is, is that it, it's too often like you get a pat on the back for that.
0: Well, that I agree with that. And I think some people like the idea that like they're like, you know what? I'm working harder than you because I was in at yeah. 6 a.m. and I at on 9 p.m. last night. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't, you, not jokes to, on you. Like, you don't know how to manage, manage your time. Your time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, exact jokes on you, guy. Yeah. You know?
1: like, yeah. It comes down to time management, but regardless of what the job is or, or, you know, the specifics. I think that just the culture of, you know, don't knock the hustle. Like, you know, I hustle harder than everybody. And it's like, well, what do you mean? Oh, well, I, w- I worked 80 hours this week. And it's like, well, no, like, because now you're missing out on all of the things that we work for. Like, I put like, yeah. I, I said to Julian, I, I posted, uh, or I didn't post, I was looking at like a TikTok that was like, you know, when your boss says, like, you're acting like you only come here for the money. And it's like, bitch, who told you that I was here for any other reason? Well,
0: well, yeah, the meme, the meme was just like um he, uh, a boss going to their employee going like, you act like, you know, you're only here for a paycheck. I was <laughs> like, like, yes. Went, Why the fuck else would I be here? There's a million other things I'd rather be doing. With my right, you know, right. It, it's
1: And I think it's super important to, like, do what you love and, like, enjoy your job. But, like, at the end of the day, it's still work. Work, you yeah, know? yeah.
0: I mean, again, I, I think it, 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 it depends. Like if you're, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I, maybe, hopefully there's a Peloton athlete listening to me, uh, <laughs> like a Peloton instructor listening listen to us right now. If, if that's what, like if you're at the Peloton and your job is like a fitness, right, and you're working out all day and stuff like that, like you may generally like be very yeah, happy. With those
1: people like even – And that's just, just my – I don't know. No, you know? I think you're wrong. Because I, I could I be think, wrong, yeah. Because I, I've seen all this week all the Peloton instructors right. are like – consecutively going out on vacation they're all taking a vacation and it's like you know Yes, it's a dream job. It's great. They love what they do. Yeah. But think about all the times that they have to be in studio, yeah, working out, or they have to be recording oh, no. a workout, and it's like smack in the middle of a Saturday, like or yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, their Sun, schedule Saturday is not, morning at
0: six a.m. Right, you know, and they're or, doing
1: so much work, and I just don't think that you know. I think there's a difference, and obviously, Peloton prides itself on um being inclusive, being progressive, and being a, a great place to work. So mm-hmm. I don't doubt for one second that they don't give their instructors the time off that they. need but like you know i don't think for one second that that they're Job isn't work it certainly is work absolutely it's just absolutely. more enjoyable work that's all it is yeah 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 i but mean it's still work and at the end of the day they'd rather be with their loved ones of course rather than recording you know and that's not that's you know. not a bad thing and that's what the point i'm trying to make like right. people who say like oh you know well i was in my office for 15 hours today it's like crickets because like who first of all who cares second of all what were you doing that yeah. whole time because clearly like you have some time management issues or you're not delegating or you know there's something wrong there
0: yep yep yeah it, 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 yeah even if you're i guess like a wine connoisseur right and your job is to go out and find wines yeah. maybe even taste them there's
1: pressure there i'm
0: sure that's awesome but right there, no matter what you do i, I think i like the, what you just said you said there's pressure there i think any job that you do no matter how much you love it or how much it's glorified it's a job, it's a job mm-hmm. and there's still parts of it that are you're not gonna like
1: and you're doing it for the money everyone's
0: know? doing it for the money
1: yeah if, if you're uh, you're doing it for some greater purpose
0: right right like and you know what like maybe you know i'm just i don't know why i'm using a peloton instructor uh, you know, <laughs> as that, an example to
1: you that's like the dream job oh yeah right right but
0: like <laughs> you know you could say okay you know like like My job, though, like I help people, you know, mentally and physically uh, become healthy and I help them get over stuff. So like there's a lot of reward to what I do. Rewarding, yeah. Not only the money, but there's also a a benefit to the fact that I'm actually helping people. Right. Right. And then, you know, and I think for most people who, you know, work, you know, a job that's like, yeah, it's my job. You know, I I don't think there's a single person out there. Yeah, there's
1: job and then there's career.
0: Right. I, I also don't think there's a single person out there. Again, if you say, hey... I'm, we're just gonna stop paying you, but can you keep doing this? No way. I,
1: uh, yeah. Like
0: no. Yeah. But <laughs> you if you know, unless about... you have a greater purpose, you know, yeah. like, maybe you're a doctor, right? And you're like, I don't care about the money. I just want to help. I want to cure cancer. I don't right. give a shit. As long as they cure cancer, I, I I don't know. Maybe you know. I'm just but, saying.
1: But even your even your example of the Peloton instructor, like you listen to any one of them talk about how they program a ride, like or a workout, they spend okay. hours working on the final so so the time that they spend in front of the audience and doing the part that they love is just a fraction yeah. of all the work that goes into it and all the work they do on social media and all the work yeah. they do on partnerships and all the business deals that they make oh right right and exactly. all this other stuff. Exactly. so it's not it's not you know what you see versus what they do are two totally different things
0: no i, I agreed agreed and i think i just meant like um Right, no. So the, and a lot of them have their own brands too. Yeah, you know, you go on their Instagram and maybe they they have their They're own. They're being thing. managed
1: by like. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're their own thing. scout. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And they have to be like, they have to be perfect because right now, like they're, they're Peloton right Careful now. with
1: what they say and what they say. What they say. What, what that's they, a job. They can't
0: just like, if you're, if you're scheduled to do a class, like you probably just can't call no. out someone, you know? So, um, oh, I, I completely understand. I think I was just using, using them as an example because again, trying to. It
1: looks cushy to, to you.
0: To see, no, it, well, because again, I also understand the business part of it. I know what goes behind it. Yeah. You know, and some of them will even say in their workouts, like, Hey, you know, so I, I tested this yesterday. Yeah. So like like a lot of times, they'll test the workout before they do it in front of you, and then right. when they do it in front of you, like they gotta be, they can't screw up. Like, yeah. hey guys, let's let's restart. We're halfway mm-hmm. through, but let's restart. Like you can't do it, you know. Yeah. You gotta. So, yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. Again, I'm I'm just I think I'm just what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put my mind in someone who like generally enjoys just being your job. And working 24-7. Even in even in the military, you have a lot. But I, I lot. think
1: that's a fallacy. I don't think that's real.
0: V- very possible. But even in the military, there's a lot of people. And again, this could be maybe my perception of it, but a lot of maybe higher-ranking personnel who I basically define their life by what rank and what they did in the, in the military, right? Yeah. And, and that that, core, that translates right over to the normal civilian sector. You know, does, does, it, does it correlate with, with what you do for a living? Does that correlate? Does that make you who you are? So right. I have some questions for some fans out there if if this is you if you're like no I I live from my job like that's who I am I want to know I want to get into your head so reach out to us please so we can have a conversation Uh, we can do it through email I could call you uh, or we, we could have a, we could have you on our podcast. Like, yeah. I, I just I just want to know like what's going through your mind. You know, I, I get like, you know, even when I was younger in the army and uh, in the military and I had, you know, especially when I was doing logistics and supply chain management, like, you know, especially when you're in active units, like it's very like high intense, go, go, go. Um, You know, at a younger age, I feel like that I would, you know, same thing, I'd be working, I'd be a ton of hours, you know?
1: Yeah, but you were also in a different place in your life. I was,
0: no, agreed. So I was also in my early 20s. I was single. Like, I was like, it was, I was never, Ever at one point miserable. The only time I've ever truly felt like I'm actually miserable was in my last position with the last company. And guess what? I had to get out of there. I didn't rush getting out of there. I took my time. Got in with a different company. Um, I my position in the in this company kind of you know what I learned in my previous positions uh, with my previous company. All that experience translated right over. It's a different company, however. Um, a lot of things. It's still operational, so a lot of things are the same. But it's Scaled way scaled down. Uh, it's still a growing company, and what I could say is I've been there two times already. My first week, and what I could say is the gratitude and how I feel with the culture and just the humanity of it right now has already given me a lot. Better of a positive attitude mm-hmm. and mentality towards towards my job and uh, mentally mentally right now I have clarity and I don't feel like I'm gonna have a freaking heart attack because there was times where my old one where I literally felt like my blood pressure was out of control that I was gonna have a heart attack right there. And you
1: didn't just feel like it; your blood pressure was out of control. My
0: blood pressure it was, and it kind of so still there was, is. Like
1: physical backlash. <laughs> there was
0: physical backlash. My blood pressure was sky high. There was times where I thought I was having a panic attack. This is my old position. I, I'm I'm not kidding. Like if you guys have questions, like reach out to me. I'll let you know now again I've only been two days with a new company but I feel good and it seems to be just a better situation and a better fit for not only myself and my family but also the company as well so
1: so yeah I think that's the answer that's the answer like the way that you can enjoy your job and give it your all is when it's not your whole life and it's not taking up all of your time that that's it I mean yeah that that to me I think is that that's the answer so you know this episode has been about you know you know, people say, don't knock the hustle. I'm saying, please knock the hustle. <laughs> please knock it off with this, you know, 80 hour week BS. Those of you out there who do that and, you know, come home and say, Oh, I worked 16 hours today. So, uh, I'm going to be a shitty, you know, partner and shitty dad or mom shitty, and shitty everything. Shitty son, um, father, friend. Yeah. You know? So like now I'm going to slack off in the rest of my life. Um, it's not worth it, I think is my point. And I think you would agree.
0: I agree, and there's also, in my opinion, no dollar sign that's worth it. Right. No dollar sign that is worth it at all, you know? Yeah. I'm just, you know, not. Just
1: spitting truth. We, um, we,
0: we only get one life. Live it to the fullest. Totally. Right? And if you're money hungry, and there are people who are motivated by money. I mean, that's you. Great. I will say this, that I am not motivated specifically by money at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am motivated by um, my my family and my life and the time that I can spend doing the things I enjoy with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah agreed same we uh so we went way over on this on this discussion but i'm glad that we had it and i hope that you guys can get some value out of it out of this discussion um reach out to us let us know how you feel about this i know that there are some people out there that completely disagree with what we're saying and that's fine and we we want to open that conversation and have that conversation with you so please reach out to us wjt podcast on instagram and wjt podcast at gmail.com
0: thanks guys and we're just talking perfect